You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 3 on 3 pod. I'm your co-host, Chris Williamson, joined alongside by Tarika Foster-Brasby for the first episode in the year 2024. Tarika how we living in this new era? We are living too similarly to how we were living in 2023. So I need this year to get it popping for real. <laughs> we still, what do you still, mean by that? What do you mean by that? We, we still, it's it's still very early in 2024 for me to notice a different day. But I'm feeling good. I'm okay, feeling all right, you're right. I'm yeah, ready, we, we only two days in. We two days, you know, we a couple days in. We ready to get it rolling. I'm excited yeah. though, and look, you just celebrated the anniversary, so I know New Year's. That's right. Uh, and New Year's Eve was great for you, so happy anniversary oh, yes. to you and the missus. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were singing our hearts out, uh, destroying people's <laughs> ears, eardrums, um, with the karaoke <laughs> over there. But uh, yeah, shout out to my wife, love her, and you know, we also love the fact that we have a an abundance of sporting events on Christmas Day. Right, because of where it fell this year, the NFL had a triple header, and unlike last year, where it was games that weren't really sexy, this year we had rivalry games: KC Raiders, you know what I'm saying, Giants Eagles, and then the big matchup: Ravens 49ers. No, oh, by the way, you also still have the NBA with their Christmas Day schedule. Um, and my my thought, Tarika, is, you know how. I don't want to say damaging. I don't know if damaging is the word, but how distracting is it as an NBA fan to have all these NFL games going on now where they clearly are king of the day, even if, you know, the NBA ratings still get some good looks. But we know the NFL is going to dominate the coverage. Yeah, you know, I think I'm. I, I think I'm on the other side of that. Like, I know this holiday season is kind of like all grouped together where it feels like 
the moment Thanksgiving gets here, it's just like the season is just the holiday season just takes off from there from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. It's just like back to back to back, whatever. And I like, okay, typically you have the NFL Thanksgiving, NBA Christmas, hockey or college football on um, New Year's Day. And that's just kind of your thing. But I don't think other sports stop. Like, I think if your sport is really dominating, it don't matter what else is going on in the background right now. Yeah, it kind of feels a little weird because NFL is like NFL runs everything. But it's, it's college basketball on during Thanksgiving week. Every invitational in the world is playing. People going to focus on what they focus on. Because, you know, it's every invitational. Maui invitational, right. Hawaii. Like, Bahamas, every invitational yep. in the world. Bahamas. But, like, everybody <laughs> in the world is all over everywhere during Thanksgiving. But we still tune in to what it is that we tune in for. So if you a basketball fan, you know, you tuned in to the NBA. If you were NFL fan, you tuned into the NFL. If you're Tarika, you tuned in to all of it because you got a computer here going on. You had a TV here going on. You weren't missing nothing. So I felt good either way. <laughs> so you so you're not overwhelmed though? I hear you. I hear you on all that, but you because it's like so many things to pay attention to, you know, because you got NFL, then you got NBA, and then maybe you got some other. Well, I guess it ain't it ain't too bad. I think it just really, I think it just really matters on like what exactly it is you're looking for. You feel what I'm saying? Like I fell asleep on Dallas game, so that didn't matter. It didn't matter what was going on. I was asleep because it was ten o'clock, and your girl was tired, so there was that. Phoenix fell asleep too. Phoenix, you feel me? Like, it was a lot going on that you just had to pick and choose from. And, like, depending on the NFL game, you probably only need to tune in for the fourth quarter anyway. So it was like, you know, work it out. Yeah. Once I tell nah, you, right. figure it out. <laughs> you're right. You're good. I, I, say, I say that for me because I was traveling. So I was trying to keep up with all these different games, you know, the bus, Issues. you know, the Wi Fi is interrupted, all that. So, yeah, that's probably, that's a me problem, right? That's the <laughs> issue. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, those of us who sat that. our behinds at home, we was good. Right. You were chilling, right? You had the whole chilling. spread laid out. Had the whole spread laid out. Uh, the other thing that I think is really fascinating about this year, Tarika, is the way the Oklahoma City Thunder have come out the gates and just punched the best teams in the NBA, specifically the Western Conference. They've now beaten the defending champs, Denver Nuggets, twice, right? Yep. Last time they blew them out, where Shea, Gil- Shea Gildas-Alexander had 40 points, cooking right. them, had a Jokic and Murray in hell. Like, they're on a, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. They are 22-9, I believe, as is taping. And they're one game, one and a half games behind the T-Wolves for that number one Western Conference spot. And what really impresses me is how – this is a bunch of young guys where they don't have they I don't even know if they have a 30 year old on their roster. Um, it's like 25 and below. That is their core. And Shea Gilgis Alexander leads that group. Of course, Chet Holmgren coming off that injury where he wasn't able to play his first year. He's been much more explosive and dominant than I expected in his first year, to be honest, after that injury. But yeah, I feel like we're watching, I don't know if it should say the changing of the guard, but it is really fun to watch a young team that has no no ceiling, no expectations of, you know, being a premier top team in the league. And they are taking it to everybody 
and it could be a different player each and every night. Yeah, like I I I would say one um I really love the fact just overall NBA it's the teams that nobody expected this year that have been really like dominant. It's not the blue blood teams, I guess you can say of the league that have really like taken over the top spots this year. So I love that. I love that Minnesota is a team that's like thriving. OKC, like I love that, right? Um, and then to your point with Chet Hogram, he's been so fun to watch, right? I think he's showing everybody why he was the number two overall pick. And honestly, I think he probably is the one player that may be able to challenge Wimby for rookie of the year. 18 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, two blocks. Uh, like he showed out on New Year's Eve against Brooklyn. So, you know, not just the teams in the West, but he's also, I mean, they're just also really playing very well right now, period. He's, I, I think Chad has such a great inside presence, a heck of a rebounder um, so far in his young career. And I just think that his inside presence is what helps to open the floor for people like Jalen Williams and Shea Gillis Alexandra, uh, the the energy, right? I love that. I've been noticing that about a lot of teams in the league this year is that they're finding energy within each other. You can see the symmetry. They're playing well together. It's not like just individual performances. I think maybe that's the difference with some of the older teams is that they're waiting and allowing for one guy or this guy to take it and lead them while these younger teams are really finding success, playing collectively and playing together as a team. But I also kept thinking as we were thinking about putting this topic on the on the on the on the rundown for this week. I'm like, what is it about this team? There is something about this OKC team that I just can't put my finger on that it's like, why I ain't really talking about you? And then I remembered why I'm not really talking about you. It's because you still got Josh Giddy in your damn lineup. Hello? That is why. I'm not talking about you. Like, I can't fully support this team the way I want to until he's benched. And I know that that's not going to be easy, right? Because I can imagine when you've got a player that is continually improving, when you've got a player that, for example, against Brooklyn gives you 20 points, six rebounds, five assists, and shooting 50% from three, like he did on Sunday, I can understand why it might be difficult. But for me... Your success is tied to this team, and I can't fully support your success until I know whether or not you out here messing with underage girls. So, yeah, okay, see, like, I'm happy for everybody in a way. I don't really want to, I don't want to see you fail, but I'm also like, I can't really rock with you just yet. Like, and that's so unfair. And I get it. Like, I do get it. It's so unfair. But it's just really how I feel. And I don't blame you at all for that. Because, yeah, when we were coming up with this topic, I, I was thinking, too, I'm like, yeah, uh, at some point we're going to have to talk about Josh Giddy, And I don't really want to talk about that because it takes away from the team's success and the joy that they have and how they play together. But. There's no there's no conversation about the Oklahoma City Thunder and the season they've had without addressing the allegations that have been levied against Josh Giddy, right? The two police and the two investigations, the police investigation and the NBA investigation, whether he was dating an underage girl. Like you just can't do that. That's not it would be you know, it would be it wouldn't be in our journalistic integrity to just skip over that. You know what you know what I mean? Like, and I, and a, and a, and the thing is, like I'm not even 
I'm not even really going to address the police investigation for real because that's what it still is. It is a police investigation in any other circumstance we say innocent until proven guilty. So let, let do that. Do what you have to do legally. Not like pro, the due process is going to play out. But the NBA is where I'm really right. like, you are a private entity and you can do what you should do in order to protect the integrity of your brand, of your shield. And you have players that we continually talk about who consistently disrespect the integrity of your shield and you don't give a damn. And so here's a situation where no, you can wait for the process to play out, but this person can be suspended or this person can sit on the bench or this person can do something until you know for sure what's going on with him. And just the fact that they won't, and that the coach is just, you know, very, very adamant about not being able to do it. And again, it kind of ties back to this idea that winning basketball games supersedes everything. So it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you may be accused of. It doesn't matter what the allegations are. And again, I'm not saying throw the book at this man before, you know, there has been resolution to this issue. What I'm also is just trying to get across is that we need to just pump the brakes a bit and let the process play out and if 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 you are absolved of these things welcome back if you are not absolved of these things the next step happens but it's hard for me to really be like dang this okc team is like that squad knowing that like part of your success is tied to this person who i don't believe should be playing at all right yeah and he plays he plays a big role like he might be maybe one of the the weakest or out of the starting five he might be the weakest right player in terms of what he can do but he's still a significant part and he clearly has yeah. impacted winning in a positive way um yeah. so let's let's stop let, let's let's stop talking about josh giddy because i'm i'm with you because i don't want this conversation to just be focused on him um i need us to talk about shea gildas alexander and just how smooth of a game he has and the way he's elevated each and every year from when he started as a rookie with the Clippers to now with OKC, where his point production has gone up tremendously yeah. each time, rebounding assists. Like he's averaging 31 points a game right now, shooting yeah. the hell out of the ball from the mid-range. He reminds me of a um an artist or like a a dancer who just moves so gracefully, gracefully, gracefully in their in their sport, right? Because yeah. it's poetry in motion, smooth ass butter. He never looks sped up, similar to Luka Doncic, but I think SJA has a much more complete game in terms of it's aesthetically pleasing. I'll say, right? I'm just in. I'm in love with it. So I want to give him his flowers and the way he's able to take over games and be extremely efficient, right? This isn't a man who is trucking up, you know, thirty shots. And getting 35 points. He's putting up 20 field goals sometimes, getting 40, 34, 36. Like, he is becoming a superstar. It takes a lot to get to that point, but he is on that trajectory, I would say. So here's, the, use here's the real question. Here's the real question then. The real question is, do you think that he is enough to make this team a true contender because i think that's probably where we're ultimately going right it's like when you look at 
you know, as I started with the younger teams that are like taking charge of the league this season, right? Typically it comes down to experience when you get closer to the postseason. And a lot of these young guy younger teams don't have guys on their team who have that kind of experience. So when you think about someone like Alec um Gillis, Gillis Alexander, who has actually played um in some very tight games late in late in the season, um, do you think that OKC like is a real contender or are they just doing okay right now, in your opinion? I think they are a wonderful watch in the regular season. Ah, that's a hell no. (laughs) And not even a hell no. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to buy in all the way yet, right? Because they don't have that. They don't have that experience collectively. Like they're very raw. And some of that, or sometimes that works great in your favor because you don't have the pressure. You don't know really what's at stake and so you just play more free but at the same time you don't have that experience playing in tight games in a seven game series right where teams has figured you out they figured you out because it's not just oh yeah we're playing you here in two weeks or we're playing you here in one week we're playing you for seven games sometimes or six games yeah. five games so we can make adjustments to this conversation you know we saw you saw the young teams get knocked out last season right where they just didn't have the the fortitude, mental fortitude to, yeah. you know, overcome the lack of experience, right, and the connectivity um, that the other teams had. So we're going to enjoy the Thunder for what they're doing this season. A lot of teams get second or first in the West or the East some years, and then we see what happens in the postseason. Like the, t- yeah. the Toronto Raptors, the Atlanta Hawks, remember those years where they were number one back when LeBron was with the Cavs? And, didn't matter. Cavs in the finals. Cavs in the finals. And you that's know? exactly what I mean. Like when I talk about experience, because I mean, you had at those time at that time you had Bron and and Kawhi. Like you had experienced players that had been there in some way, um, or at least have been prepped to be there in some way. Um, and you just don't have that experience with these younger teams. So I just think that that's just such an interesting dynamic, even a team like Memphis. I know, you know, they're doing so much better now that John Moran is back in the lineup, but you have looked at them over the last couple of years. And every year we have said like, yo, this is a team that's really good. And this is a team that, you know, can really make some noise in a Western conference, but the experience is what they lacked. And I think last season is the season that we saw them in a really tight um, playoff matchup where we were thinking like, yo, this is a team that y'all about to go to the Western conference finals playing like this. And that lack of experience is the very main reason that they did not. So, um, so I think it's great. We're halfway through the season, which will all we're nearing the halfway point of the season. Um, and I think now we're really about to see which teams are for real and which ones aren't. And I think that's going to be a great test for these for these young teams like a Thunder team. Oh, yeah. And I'm just we're all here for it. Right. We are going to basket it. And I, I don't feel like we have to be so forward thinking in terms of in the sense of Oh, well, they're just going to flame out in the playoffs. It's like, no, nah, we're going to appreciate them. We're going to be grateful for what they're doing now. And we'll see what's going to happen yeah. later. Like, you're going to see what's going to happen with the Clippers and James Hart. Okay, they're doing great now. They found <laughs> their groove. You know, they've found their their chemistry, what works, what doesn't work. And they've been able to put together some great streaks. But, you know. 
Listen, we ain't never worried about James Harden showing up during the regular season. It's the postseason that he disappears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, so, where, where, was, where was you at, Game 5? doing his Houdini <laughs> act. His Houdini yeah. act, right? But speaking of disappearing, I heard of some superstars who want to fall off the face of the earth, Chris. <laughs> mm, mm, preach. <laughs> The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. I heard of some guys that, you know, they just, they play basketball, but... If it weren't for that, they just want to be a regular guy, go horse racing, play with the kids, hide out in a bar, just be a regular dude, regular dude. Now, imagine that a person saying this is like seven feet three. Can you imagine a seven feet three dude who got multiple NBA MVPs just like, I'm just being a regular dude? Because that's what we get from Nikola Jokic every single time, Chris. <laughs> like, this dude is just like... I just, I'm just, he reminds me of a Marshawn Lynch without like trying to be shady. He really is just here so yeah. he don't get fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> he really is. So I was listening to Michael Porter's new podcast um, called Curtis, uh, Curious Mike. And um, Nikola Jokic was on the podcast and he was talking about how, you know, how lucky he is and how blessed he is to be able to play basketball and make money from it. And he understands the media aspect of it. But at the same time, he just truly doesn't like being famous. He's like, it's for some people, but it is not for me. I do not, I do not like this whole famous thing. If it was up to me, 
I would play basketball and I wouldn't have to do the cameras. He's like, I can't go have a drink with my friends or I can't even go outside and get the mail. There's people there with cameras when I take pictures of you. You know, he acknowledges the fan perspective, but he really is just like, I am just, I just want to be a regular guy. I just play basketball, get paid, go home. Right. And I know like you and I have joked on this show before about him like really treating it like a nine to five, you know, yeah. you go home, you do, you go to work and then you go home, you clock out, you clock in and that's it. Right. But like, what I think is so interesting about him is that there's so much humility in him saying that, like, it's like the bigger that he gets and the more, um, the more attention that he brings to himself, not purposely, but I mean, right the way he performs on the court because he's so good and has helped this Denver team be so good, even in a small market like Denver, he's still head and shoulders above the pack. Um, he still continues to have this. I ain't, I ain't really about this life for real. Right. Like mm, yeah. this is cool, but I just want to go home. Right. I just want to go hide out with my horses. I don't, I just want to be, I don't even want my kids to know that their dad was really a basketball player. It's just, you know, just dad, right? And there's, to me, it's just so interesting to have that kind of, um, you just don't find too many players who don't at some point, and just even people, I don't think you find people at some point who don't even let a little bit of the fame or a little bit of the attention get to them. And he just doesn't do it. He doesn't at, at all. And I feel like, we probably will never see an individual like Nikola Jokic when it comes to a superstar, an NBA champion, a multiple-time MVP. You're like, I'm good off the fame, right? I know the reason why I have to do these, you know, interviews and appearances, but I really could care less about all the attention that I get and the hoopla around it where I think, yeah, he's he dislikes how how over-the-top people are about athletes and feeling like they have access or they should have access to their everyday lives and what they're doing, or they're going to the grocery store, they're going to, you know, a concert and snapping photos of them, right? Um, you, you, we just won't see that. Uh, but I do find it amazing because, like, we're – people know us on a, a much smaller level than – much smaller level than Nikola Jokic, but yeah. – there is something really awesome about having a superstar athlete tap into what I feel like I identify as in terms of, yeah, I don't really care. I used to want to be famous, you know, full of transparency. I used to I want everybody to know my name, you know, all these commercials, deals and all that. But then I thought about that's a horrible way to live because you don't have any privacy. Yo, yo, that's why he, that's why he, that's why his ass could not wait to get back to Serbia because <laughs> he got a whole lot more privacy over there. I know we saw videos of him dancing, living it up, but they don't. It's not the same culture over there in Serbia. So seeing him share that with Michael Porter Jr., uh, that that made me happy because, yeah, who wants to be paraded around or who wants to be followed like a zoo animal? Twenty four seven. I think one thing that I think the one thing that scares me about this, though, 
because there's always people who spin narratives. The one thing that scares me about this, though, well, maybe the two, the two thing that scares me about this is that A, I would hate for his, let's just say blue collar mentality, for example, I would hate for that to be misconstrued for a lack of care, right? Because I think sometimes that happens. Like, I think sometimes there are those who can take his attitude of just kind of wanting to have life. I mean, don't we say that every time it's New Year's and we have, you know, New Year's resolutions, be more present, be more in the moment, be more with family, blah, 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 blah. And then you got someone who actually does that or wants to do that or wants to have a goal of being present, being in the moment, not letting what he does define him you know, being more than an athlete in a different perspective, you know, um, and then it comes across as, well, you know, he don't really care about basketball or he don't really care about what he's doing or he don't really care about the game. And I don't think it's that at all. And I would hate for that narrative to kind of get a little heat a bit and, and start to kind of mess with his legacy a little bit. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not impossible to happen. I've seen people take things much less and try to make much bigger issues of them. And it makes you wonder, is this the person that when it's all said and done, you know, is he going to come to NBA events? Is he going to show up to, you know, the 100th anniversary? Because that's 25 years from now, right? And so in 25 years when he's no longer playing, are we going to see Nikola Jokic at the event? Is he going to be like, you know, Wanting to judge the dunk contest, not that he should. Please don't let Jokic judge the dunk contest. No. But I'm just saying, like, is he that guy that's going to, like, pour back into the game as we've seen so many other people do it? Because I don't really see a whole lot. When we think about all of, like, international players that have come from different things, they have given back to basketball in their own ways, in their own countries, in their own you know, but you don't really you don't really want to feel like this is a player that could be so great in this game in the long run and not really come back for the acknowledgement and the honors and the achievement recognition that he most likely will receive because he's kind of I want to play the game and kind of leave it. And I don't think that people understand that it's it's not necessarily a lack of care. It's just more so that I want to have a life outside of this. And that means being able to shut this down when I'm not on a basketball court. You get what I'm saying? No, I, yo, you, you are preaching to the choir because I do think there was some of that narrative going into the finals last year, right? That whole postseason where he's getting talked about more and more because he didn't win the MVP, right? Joel Embiid gets his first MVP. And people are like, oh, Michael Jordan would never do this. Like, he ain't got right, Kobe Bryant. And when did it, when did it become, um, oh, if Michael Jordan wouldn't subscribe to this perspective or if Kobe Bryant wouldn't subscribe to this perspective, then that means everybody else's approach is wrong or invalid. Right. Like, m- miss me with that. That they are, Michael Jordan was... Michael Jordan's goal or purpose on his earth was to play basketball, in my opinion, and amaze people in ways that um, change generations, right? Same thing with Kobe, but they were obsessed, like an, an unhealthy obsession. And we shouldn't mm-hmm. just automatically think, oh, that's the be all, end all. Um, I do think Jokic will come back for 
some events, but I think they'll be centered around the the Denver Nuggets, right? If he stays in Denver for the whole his whole career, he'll come back for the team because you see the love that he has for the guys, even the guys that are not playing, yeah. right? Um, who came back to celebrate the championship. You see that love and that joy uh, with former teammates. Uh, so, and uh, the funny thing though, he, I guess a guy I could compare him to, compare him to would be a little bit of Tim Duncan, just a little bit, because Tim Duncan oh, didn't really yeah. give a damn about fanfare. This man would show up in his big old jeans, shirt, and all that, pulling up to you know a food, a restaurant spot, wait in line just like everybody else. Had no no inkling to be like, yo, I'm I'm Tim Duncan, but they all did commercials. Like Jokic is in commercials. So he, he wants, he wants, you know, some of the spotlight and I guess more money. I think that's probably, probably it. Cause I think he has a commercial now with uh, Peyton Watson. That's pretty cool. But yeah, Tim Duncan is the guy that I would, I would compare him to a little bit, but still the way Jokic yeah. has changed the narrative about how to be a superstar athlete in, in North American sports has been really good because it's not yeah. his identity. It's not who he is. Like, yeah, I play basketball and I'm really fucking good at it. But when I go home to my kids, they don't give it, they don't care about that. And I have much more excitement over playing with them and being, you know, a husband and all that than, you know, shooting shots and, and dominating, dominating the league. So look, I'm, yeah, I'm all for that. Hey, to your point, I just hope, that yeah, he won't be um, seen in a negative light because of the way he carried himself and how he didn't want to deal with all the rest of the hoopla, you know. Um, yep. There hasn't been a lot of hoopla though, or I should say, there has been a lot of hoopla over the Detroit Pistons. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know why? Because we were watching, Tariqa, we were watching every single game when they were on this 28-game losing streak as if it was like a one seed versus a 16 seed or a national championship game. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. go, Bring it out. Bring it out. Bring it out. The Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Okay. Reverend Detroit. I mean, listen, I know, I know it's the Tigers hat, but it's the D. It's the D. That's the important part. It's the Detroit. That's all that matters. My Pistons hat is in the room. It's the closest one I had to me, but we representing the D. Now now you do have a I love that. Now you do have a a Pistons hat though, right? You do have that in your I got like I got like three of them. I got like three of them. I got like three of them. Oh, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I did see you posting one on, on Twitter. Okay, okay. Come All on, right. come on. I got All like right. three All in the right. chamber. I'm, I stay ready. It don't matter. Don't matter. I got okay. some Red Wings gear. What Detroit we rocking? What we rocking? Yeah, you got some Red Wings. Did so you? Proud. Did, I got, I did. did you have? Uh, did you get a Wingstop? You know they had a deal for uh, Wingstop uh, for Pistons fans. Now you, now you, you know I that? tried to get some wing. Now, now you know I tried to get some Wingstop <laughs> in Connecticut, and they was like, "Ma'am." We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I said, like, oh, it's not transferable. It's not. I can't. Uh, I can't use it here. <laughs> I thought I could use. Thought I could bring it from Michigan. I can't use it here. Nope. So nah. Nope. <laughs> no beans for okay. you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you oh you got to be in Detroit, Michigan. You, yeah, you that's got it. to be in Detroit in order to get the rent. The the this funny story, and not to go too far off the rails, but. During the during the time when New England when the New England Patriots were good, <laughs> when they were good, um, Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> would give you free coffee on Monday every time like they would get a win here in Connecticut. And so I hate the Patriots, and I would definitely walk in Dunkin' Donuts like, "Go Pats! Let me get this free coffee." <laughs> so I'm down to get some free stuff. When a team oh, yeah. win, I'm 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 all your team. When your team win, like let's go, let's get let me get on right. that. No, <laughs> I need that. You need them perks. I need. I need y'all were suffering. Perks. Y'all were suffering. Oh my god! Like, I'm so. I have always wanted Detroit to be in the history books. Just not for that. <laughs> that, that hey, look, they will be in the history books. They will be in the history history books. They just added themselves another chapter in the book of history, right? <laughs> in the worst way possible because they beat that super team, right? I know Carl Malone, Malone, Gary Payton, they were on their last legs, but you still had Kobe and Shaq there, D-Fish, all them, and they couldn't get it done. So there's that side, and then there's losing 28 in a row painfully, where Cade Cunningham looked like he was damn near in tears after one of those games because of all the losing, and then – I just love how he broke down or he sunk to his knees. He got yeah, he crouched down after they won against the Raptors, who were undermanned because Toronto had just made a trade with New York, trading away three of their players, and it still came down to the last. It still I was 
I mean, it was still a two-point game. Yeah. I I was genuinely worried that they might do it again. And then if that happened, we're not talking about them uh, having a win before the new year. Like, I just, I was like, yeah, they're not going to win. And, but they did because the bench, Alex Burks, you know, not to get too in the weeds of the game, but Alex Burks showed up. He didn't look like he was, yeah. you know, trying to be uh, the hero. Kevin yeah. Knox, Kevin Knox, come on, this guy, right? The Knicks said, we don't want you, right? It wasn't performing. We know what Kay's going to do. Ivy, all them. My my goodness. Uh, <laughs> it was it was definitely, I mean, Detroit had, there's a pattern with the Pistons. And, I mean, I'm a fan, of course, so I'm looking at it from a biased perspective at times. But just when I'm just watching the game to be watching the game, there are moments where I'm like, this Detroit team could have 15, 16 wins if right and the little things you know like if they shot better from three if they you know crashed the boards more and they had a game really tight against the Celtics a few days ago where it actually ended up going into overtime um and I still think that was a winnable game for Detroit if they had just done little things um and if the refs were actually good but anyway um (laughs) Are they ever with all of that? Are they, are they ever good? But with all of that being said, there are just, there are spurts where you see that was a game that Detroit had a 21 point lead and here against Toronto, that was a game Detroit at one point had an 11 point lead. Right. And so after just having a conversation about young teams, this is again, a situation where it's a young team who truly does not have a culture of winning, trying to figure out how do we close? And there's no guys, no vets on this team. Not really. You know, I think who Marvin Bagley might be the oldest dude on the, like for real, is that your vet? If that's your vet, we in trouble. You get what I'm saying? Like, so with all of that being said, they're a young team that truly has not figured out what that thing is that can separate them um, and help them gain that necessary experience and help them become a team that can consistently put together wins. Y'all ain't about to be out here winning the East and nothing like that, but they're better than a three-win team. Like, that's the thing. It's just, I, I think they're better than a three-win team. I mean, as I'm looking at the bottom of the NBA, I'm looking at the Wizards. And... Hey, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What? Yeah, but, no, but you I, see what I was I'm saying? Say, like, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, what I was going to say, when you said the Wizards, uh, Kyle Kuzma popped into my head because he was talking shit <laughs> about the Pistons. When at the time y'all only had what three more wins or two more wins in there, so like, don't act like you if, over here winning winning games and contending for not act, conference. <laughs> let's not act, Kyle, Kyle. Now, Kyle, let's not do that. Let's not throw stones at glass houses, sir. Just simply saying that. Detroit is a team that you can see in spurts when they're playing teams. The end score may be a blowout. The end score may be, you know, seven or less. Who knows? But the but throughout the course of the game, you could see 
that they have and they they have the potential to be a pretty decent squad but there's those little things that are missing that is separating them from being a pretty decent squad to being where they are in a bottle of the barrel and so my whole goal or my whole hope is that even if it was against a depleted Toronto team, you look and remember, this is what it took. This is the effort that it took to win. This is how we have to play, how we have to come together to build a winning culture. Cause I don't know if you're getting it from Monty. I don't know. I can't, nope. I, it don't feel like Monty's doing a good job developing anything in that locker room. So you got to well, hold up now. It out. Hold up now. He, he, he said, hold up now. I'm sorry to cut you, but he said, everybody came in there positive. You know what I'm saying? Optimistic during that losing streak. Now, he said he did acknowledge it, weighed on everybody, but he said the players came in with a positive spirit. Those were his words, Tariq. We not paying you to be positive, bro. We paying you to win basketball games. 15 million a year. If we being honest, we don't give a damn about your positivity. If winning basketball games mean being negative, then you come in there and you light that shit up. Don't be up in there and we happy-go-lucky and we losing 28 in a row. What is we doing? Don't nobody know. What do you mean? Monty, like I said, ain't no positive, ain't no development going on in that damn locker room if you losing 28 games. And then to be, and, and as much as I want to be happy about them winning, finally getting that third win, they just got blew out by like 20 points by the Rockets. By the Rockets. We, we embarrassed ourselves in front of Houston. Come on now. Hey, like, this ain't the Rockets of last year, so that ain't as bad of a loss as you making it seem, but yeah, for them to follow that up. Oh yeah. We just got our first game. We haven't won. We haven't tasted victory in 28 games. Let's let's go on a winning streak. Bam. <laughs> you ain't even follow it up with a close loss, not even an overtime right. loss. You followed it up with a 20 point blow. Like we got our ass whooped and that's, that's how we start in 2024. Okay. That's, but I'm a, that's I'm not a, a great I'm way to a, start. It's not a great way to start, but uh, you know what? It's all good. I I just, I'm just happy that the streak is over, that they got a remembrance of what it felt like to win. I also love the fact that Kay was out here hooping and hooping in the Sabrina ones. I was like, yeah, that's how you put on. Now, if he had lost in them Sabrina ones, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that might have looked for you. How you thought that might have looked for you, Sab? That might not have been good for the brand. But, but yeah, the fact that he got his first win, you, you know what I'm saying? That might not have been good for the brand, sis. But <laughs> you got the dub in your in your in your shoes, and you know what I'm saying the white version of the of the shoes. So listen, I, I'm I'm just I'm happy. I'm just happy that it's over. But just don't start another one. Please, please do not. We I really hope we don't see anything like that. Again, I do have to uh, correct you, though, on Marvin Bagley about him being like the oldest vet. Uh, you you can't forget about our boy, Tarika, Boyan Bogdanovich. That oh, man is Bogdanovich. 40 years old. I forgot he's he 40. About You're him. right. Yeah, he he's really 34, and buddy. He's 45. He's 45. <laughs> that's true. That's, 40. He, that's, that's even worse. That's my vet. Right. That's my vet. And he's probably the second best player sometimes. And I was going to say, for, for real, for real, like, I trust him sometimes, especially from three. He the only three-point shooter on the team. Besides, well, besides maybe Jay Nivey and, you know, right. K, K hit or miss. 
as good yeah. as he is, as good as he is, and he will drop 30, he hit a miss from three. Very hit or miss. That. He Can't does his damage that. in the mid-range and, and driving He and does that. his damage in the yeah. mid-range. Exactly. <laughs> forgot Bogdanovich ass. Is yeah, on that, team, man. <laughs> that man, that man owed us uh, me. <laughs> oh my goodness, you ain't right. You know you it's bad. Right. You know it's bad because when he be running down the court, the comb over just be blowing back. <laughs> be like, what is happening? <laughs> oh my goodness, what hey, is happening? Hey, he collecting that, that check. So twenty million a what? year. Twenty million a well, year, baby. Come on he now. Acting hey. like, he acting like money out here, dog. They just get let <laughs> getting that money. He ain't doing shit, but get. Hey, bread. same with Joe Harris though. He can't. He can't get on the floor. Like he's making nineteen million. They brought him over from Brooklyn, and we thought he a sharpshooter. Speaking about three point shooting, yeah, it's just a whole like cluster of issues that they got going on. The GM Weaver. You gotta make some Troy decisions. Weaver. You yeah, got Troy, he he wanted the decisions. I'm I'm worried. I think he needs to be a decision. What you mean? Like yeah. to be honest, the the whole the 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 there was a, a, about two weeks ago, maybe a little less than there was a um a situation where the fans were chanting um sell the team at Little Caesars Arena. And you know, as I said before, I'm sure I said before. The ownership group is great from a philanthropic perspective, but the decisions that they've made since Tom Gores has been owner has been mind boggling. And I know that Troy Weaver was someone who everyone was high on when he came over to the team. He's been a GM and has made noise in other places, but like Detroit ain't for everybody. Like it's just Detroit ain't for everybody. And the way that that roster is presently constructed, it's really, it's difficult to see where you can, it's easy to see where you can make changes. It's hard on paper to make those changes because of the decisions that have been made in the past. So it's, so we got a bigger chance of shooting our foot even more in the future than we do of actually changing the narrative around anything. So folks really got to figure it out because we're paying people a lot of money to do absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. That that's what hurts the most. That's what that's hurts the, most. the home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis. This mother's day, whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade at the home Depot, you can give mom a gift. That's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause 
Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for the jump ball, everybody. And since it is the first show of 2024, what better way than to kick it off with some New Year's resolutions, some goals that we have that we want to hold ourselves accountable to for 365 days of the year. And speaking about 365 days of the year, Mikel Bridges recently shared with people that he's been eating Chipotle every day for like the last 10 years years i believe it was like 2013 2014 something like that um that first of all that scares me that he (laughs) that he has that he trusts chipotle that much because they've had the equali issues all that that he's gonna do it every single day um a little concerning a little concerning tarika now if it were me what would you better say what you better say I just, he just reminded me of Jared, like the subway dude, like, oh, I'm eating subway every day. Or what was the dude from back? I don't know if you remember Yeah, this no, it was Jared. Um, oh, yeah, it was it's Jared. another dude too, who was um, from McDonald's and they ended up making, oh. a, a, um, they ended up making like a, a Netflix video or something about him. But the dude ate, the dude ate McDonald's every single day for, um, oh, <laughs> the dude ate yes, McDonald's. yes, yes, yes. It was like uh, supersize me or something super size, like that. Yeah, supersize me. Mean. Yeah. So yeah. it just makes me think like you must be in really good shape or Chipotle must really be advertising some healthy food for you to be eating it like this. And like you're still capable of going out here and playing basketball and being healthy, I guess. Like who knew? <laughs> right. Who Who would have thought? Not who me. Thought? You know what I'm saying? Not me. <laughs> That's like that, uh, that Paul Rudd me. Yeah, that Paul Rudd me that uh the hot ones. You remember that, Joe? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that makes me think about what I would eat every day, and I think I'd have to say I could eat. I honestly could eat a donut every single day from Krispy Kreme. Just one, right off the the rack, hot glazed. just bubbling, ready for me to devour it. I could eat that every day. Now, as somebody who has diabetes in my family history, that's probably one of the dumbest decisions I can make. But, (laughs) oh, I know, I'm not, I'm not. But I'm saying I could eat it. I probably wouldn't be here much longer. And then we'd have to find another host to come in and replace me. But, um, you know, a Krispy Kreme donut every single day, I, I could eat. I could eat. Chris, I don't know. I feel like there are so many options because I'm a foodie and I'm married to a chef. So 
picking one thing to eat for the rest of my life is just like if there was one thing I could eat every single day, I just it's just really hard. Um, but it would probably also have to be a snack. Um, because I just don't know if I could eat like a food every single day, but it would definitely be a snack. It would probably be gummy bears because I I think I do eat gummy bears like every Ah. single day. Matter of fact, look at this, look at this bag. Look at this big old 50. It's like the 50. Oh, that's the Albanese joint. Cause you know I'm playing on games. And it's okay. like the 50 pack. And so I got like the little pack. You would think it's Halloween. Like, nah, bro, this is just a regular day. This is just a regular day. It's just it's just because it's Tuesday. Because it's Wednesday. Oh, it's Thursday. Yeah, we're going to the gummy bear. It's a regular day. So in my mind, it's probably some candy like gummy bears that I, could, that I know Ooh. I could eat every single day without fail and be straight. Just, I would, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. Again, the sugar, mm-hmm. sugar level, right? A little concerning. A little concerning. There. Very, con- level. very concerning. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that you went with uh, a brand that a lot of people be sleeping on, because everybody be talking about Haribo. I think that's how you say it. Uh, oh, Haribo. But mm-hmm. oh, Haribo. Excuse me. Yeah, Haribo. Uh, but not a lot of people know how great. Albanese is um, the bomb. So the bomb. Yeah, that sugar yeah. content. So what though. you? What was your? What was your New Year's resolution, Chris? My New Year's resolution, Tarika, is going to be. I will stop. Not doing. Oh, how do I say? It? I don't want to do a double negative, right? I will make sure that I do not let fear um, take me over. Where I stop making. I stop making decisions to improve my life or to enhance my life, right? New Year's resolution, I'm not going to let fear determine my life or take over my life. I'm gonna do it in spite of the fear. I'm gonna say, I see the fear, I recognize it, and I'm smacking you in the face because I'm going to live my life with abundance of joy and confidence, right? So that is what my New Year's resolution is, fear, you got another thing coming, brother. Got another thing I coming because I'm slapping it. the shit out of you. I we, love we, we it. We went through that raw, so that that that's my I, New Year's resolution. <laughs> it took a little me. It took a little bit for me to get there, but I got it. You know, I got it. I love that. That is such a good resolution. My resolution ain't shit. I am going to. <laughs> I said I my resolution it's not because I, I I didn't even make it to New Year's Day with this resolutions. I said, Tarika, you've got to learn to be patient. Like you have got I am not a patient person and I recognize that. I'm I'm not someone that goes from zero to a hundred, but I'm also just not patient. Like if it's something that I want done, I want it done right then and there. Or if it's something that comes to my mind that I have to do, I have to do it right then and there. So I need to learn to be patient, to wait, to allow things to happen in the time that they're supposed to happen. Now, the reason why I said that it ain't shit and I I already messed it up is because literally on New Year's Eve, here I am telling myself, Tarika, you've got going into the new year, you are going to be patient. And I ordered a pizza, the pizza okay. came wrong because I'm allergic to tomatoes. So I needed a pizza Ooh. with white sauce 
They brought some random pizza that wasn't mine. And I asked DoorDash to re-deliver the pizza. They said they would. And like an hour and like 20 minutes goes by and I still ain't got my pizza. It's now past midnight, right? So I am now technically into the new year and I am still trying to exercise patience. But then I called a restaurant. The restaurant answered the phone like three times, acted like I wasn't on the phone, hung up the phone on me the third time. I ain't got no patience no more. I drove up to the pizza place and went off straight seven mile style. My husband was like, Tarika, you cannot just be out here acting like this. But I'm just trying to make the point that I thought that waiting an hour and 20 minutes was pretty patient. Like that was patient. Yeah. For no, me. that was patient. So I was well deserved in acting a fool over y'all messing up my pizza and then hanging up on me three times. But that is my New Year's resolution. I have got to be patient. I've got to exercise a little bit more, um, a little bit more caution for myself when I'm doing stuff. So I just gotta relax. You know what I mean? Just know that everything happens in its own time and that you'll be fine. Be patient. Come on now. Come on now. Hey, look. We make plans and God laughs, right? So that's what you got to understand. And I'm I'm glad you said it ain't shit. It really ain't. It really ain't that. It's a very thoughtful and reflective approach. And an hour and 20 minutes, that is patient as hell. Oh, After you already went, ordered went, something Chris, and they messed off. it up. <laughs> I went off. I went off. I got in my car and went off and what's funny is the doordash person was actually at the restaurant the same time i was picking up my no no they were but i wasn't even mad at them i wasn't even mad at them i was mad at the restaurant for hanging up on me after you didn't answer like bro bro i went straight seven miles straight detroit came out my my husband was so embarrassed Oh, matter of fact, matter of fact, he wasn't even embarrassed. He knew I was about to be up to some shenanigans. So he like, I'm going to ride with you just because I need to oh, see what's about oh, to uh, happen. <laughs> shenanigans. See, he knew. He knew. That's he knew. how you know your partner. Like, okay, was. yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you wait this long. Yeah, you about to go. Okay. He about to go up here and cuss these folks out. Let me go up uh-huh. here. Let me put my shoes on. Right. He's like, Maybe, let me make sure you don't burn this thing down. Or, you know, I'm starting 2024 Did... off with a bang, literally. <laughs> <laughs> now, was you screaming up there like, you think you could do this to me? I was. You think you I was? <laughs> straight training day. Straight training right. day style. <laughs> straight, straight up. Oh, man. That, hold up. Crazy. Was that pizza good as hell at the end of the day? It was bomb and it was hot. It was bomb and it was hot. Look at that. Look, look at it was oh. it was exactly what I wanted. <laughs> but you ain't gonna make me act a wait an hour and a half and then hang up on me. I will shut this right. shit down. Nah. <laughs> you, you better let them know. You you gotta know your work. Like I'm not to be messed with like that. Hour and twenty Period. minutes. You gonna hang up me. Who you think you are? Period. Shit. Patience. <laughs> Patience in twenty twenty four. Patience. Chris. Sister. You know, Dream Girls is a Christmas movie, right? It's all part of the holidays. You know, shout out Eddie Murphy, all that. So that that's what that's what came to mind. Now, why are you looking at me like that? You know, we, we gonna why have you this conversation like... on the show. We gonna have this conversation next week on the show. Okay, Dream all right, Girls yeah. Not a Christmas movie. It, it 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 debuted. It came. You know what? I know when it came out. It came out right before Christmas. Thank you very much. But look, we ain't got time anymore because we we have to wrap this episode up. <laughs> But we're going to get to this next episode, right? Uh, so make sure 
to follow us on social media on X at the three on three pod, as well as on Instagram at three on three pod and download the podcast through the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, like, subscribe, let us know how we're doing. We appreciate all the feedback and love that y'all giving us. And we hope to continue to inspire and grow. We'll see you next week, baby. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At BostonProper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit BostonProper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.